why I think turtlenecks are going to take over the world. Either that or Ninja Turtles will take yeah. over the world. Oh, we're on. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay. Uh, hey, welcome back to Hey Honey, I've Been Thinking, the show where we just talk about just random stuff, stuff we've been thinking about. And of course, you know me, I'm your one of the hosts. Uh, my name is Travis. How's it going? Hi, and um, my name is Heather. Um, you know, it's funny I say, how's it going, when obviously they can't say anything back. <laughs> this, this is pre-recorded. <laughs> okay, well, you guys know how this is all uh, set up here, so let's just go right into it. Hey, hon, I've been thinking. Hey, hon, what you been thinking about? Um, You know, this coming week, there's a certain date that's uh, synonymous with Star Wars fans, like us. Cinco de Mayo? Close. That's the day after. No, that's the day where people go to bars and get drunk because they just need another reason to do so. No, I'm talking about May the 4th be with you. Aw, uh, may the 4th be with you too. Yes. So, let's start the, sh- uh, the shindig by talking about us being uh, Star Wars fans. Things we really uh, love about the uh, franchise and stuff that we just despise. So... I'll tell you one thing. I do one thing I love about the franchise is not so much the movies, cut well, some movies in question, but for the most part, I love the video games. Oh, hell yeah. Um you got me um when we first met, you got me into the um the Lego Star Wars. And that was fun and I, I loved playing with you to where we got the hundred percent completion unlocked and did everything and it just kinda made it fun. And we actually went and got the the newest game, the Star Wars, uh, the Skywalker. Sick. Yeah, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Oh yes. Why do I want to say Skywalker Saga? Sega. <laughs> um, because uh, Sega is really dropping the ball here with Sonic, but that's another subject for another time. No, I mean, yeah, we just uh, recently got um, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga for the PlayStation Five. What's and your take on the game? What do you think about it so far? I'm I'm going to be honest. I'm having a hard time trying to enjoy this game because they really have changed the setup for this. Because it used to be where each um each game had a had just like levels. You know, you had a certain um, objective, and that's what you were going to do. You also along the the way you. We're trying to collect studs by destroying lots of objects and such, and try and do like these um, little hidden um, things that you can find. Only come to find out that some of these you need certain abilities or certain characters to achieve some of these hidden goals. Right, that you could go back in free play to unlock after you unlock those characters. Now, the the reason why I'm having a hard time with this game, at least for the immediate um, immediate beginning, is They've changed the setup here. It's more, um, it's very open world, it, you know, very sandbox like, where you can just do anything at any time. But I really, if I wanted to play a game like that, I'd play Grand Theft Auto. You know, I just like the simplicity of the Lego games, and they really changed it up here. I just, I, I don't know, I don't know, because you have these missions. In these levels, I mean, yeah, you you could go ahead and complete them, but I rather 
don't know how to it, you it. were just okay so i mean yeah you finished the main mission and then the free play is unlocked so then instead of the open sandbox you could do just do the mission unlock it when it's done free play is unlocked then you could come back and do up all those little side quests but to have the side quests be unlocked immediately is what's kind of yeah, I know. It's kind of hard for me to to really um describe it to to you guys. If you play previous Lego video games, you get what I'm trying to describe to you. And if you were to play this one, you'd see there's a bit of a difference. I know that they can't really make the same game twice, you know, do, do it the same way all the time because then that style of gameplay becomes a little stale. It's like it becomes disinterested. So I don't know if this was just further input from Disney or whomever or Warner Brothers and say, we got to switch it up a little bit, guys, because you've been doing the same thing the whole time. That's great. But this is Star Wars. We really have to really up the game, so to speak. So I don't know. I mean, I'll keep playing it. I spent 60 damn dollars on it, plus another 15 for all the season pass crap. So, well, I mean... Star Wars as a whole, I mean, I really do. I've always loved Star Wars. I was oh, yeah. For when the first one came out, I do remember going to the theaters, watching the first one that came out in 77. Mm-hmm. Um, My brother was four years older than me, so he had all, he had the Millennium Falcon. We had the big life, well, not life size, but it was like about a foot tall R2-D2 where you could open up the back and take out the circuits for it and i remember oh, cool. being i remember being a little kid and we lived in kansas <laughs> catching uh locusts and crickets and i would catch them and then i would put them in the back and shut the door so it just sounded like there was machinery whirling in there and it was the bugs <laughs> <laughs> i remember doing that i was not afraid to go and catch bugs for for the sound effects and i remember the action he had all the action figures i remember playing with them and you know, if we would would have known now how valuable those are, we would have kept them. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm a stickler. Um, the the prequel, you know how they, the the movies that came out later on, they're they're okay. The Phantom Menace and all those other ones are okay. Um, I was just really upset when they re released the original trilogy. And they screwed up the end. Oh, yeah. You're talking about when they, um, in 1997, when they released the special editions? Yeah. Where you you see Luke looking at, you know, a dead Obi-Wan, the ghost, and the ghost of um, uh, Yoda, and then the ghost of his father. And, well... They changed it from the ghost that of the person he remembered seeing, the actor who played Darth, to... A young Anakin. I'm like, no, Hayden no, no, Christensen. no, no, no. Yeah, You're, no, yeah. No, no. When they when they re released the movies on Blu-ray, um, no, it was DVD. When it came out on DVD, that's when they made that change. And I was like, why the hell did they do that? And I just didn't understand why they did such a thing. I was okay somewhat with when the movies were brought back into theaters on you know 1997. Yeah, they updated this visual they dropped in this uh deleted scene and all that and by the way han did shoot first 
Yeah, yeah, you did. We, we all had um, that argument. Yeah, we all know that. And but, but but one thing I am my you know where we are planning to do is something I used to have when I was a child and I liked until what maybe fifteen years ago I got rid of it and I wish I didn't. Mm-hmm. But um, I used to have a laser disc player and I used to have a lot of laser disc movies and one of which was the Star Wars and the quality on Laserdisc is immensely wonderful and um we're gonna get that again so I could have my un adulterated undoctored uh, yeah <laughs> yeah uh, copy of it again because I do not like the um uh, no I don't like that and that's what I mean yeah because we're gonna the the trilogy the Star Wars trilogy on Laserdisc I mean it's actually pretty cheap. You know, and mm-hmm. it's it's the ones without uh, without the added scenes and all that stuff. It's the the original films. I think that's the best way to to watch them now. I mean, because I don't um, think you could find the the original original undoctored on Blu-ray. I don't think you could find it. That. D- that does not exist, and Disney has no plans on releasing it such. But um, but anyways, I was also going to talk about some other games here. But um, you actually touched on something here about well, actually we kind of did about some of these uh. The newer trilogy. What a pile of trash that was. Well, I mean, at first I had hopes for it. I I mean, all throughout the first one and the second one, I'm like, okay, no, no, to really tie this home, to make this good, you know, let Ray be, you know, Luke's long lost daughter or niece or, you know, something like that. And to where she's just, what if the last one they have, totally screwed it over and it just they made it where the whole first two of them suck because of how they ended it in the third one palpatine's granddaughter are you kidding me that was this is fan fiction it'll be written by a third grader i gotta put it like that pretty much it was oh man i didn't i'm hearing rumors that they're going to redact that trilogy and do a new set i heard the same rumors that they are going that Disney's planning to do that due to the the poor um the public outcry for not liking it. But, you know, we all wanted the uh, the last up uh, you know, the last season for um Game of Thrones to be redone. We're still waiting on that one, so I seriously doubt Disney's gonna do anything about <laughs> that just, trilogy. No, I just oh my gosh. I, I'll be honest, it actually made the prequels a lot more entertaining to watch. Yeah. Because uh, one of the um, one of the uh, other um, actors, probably, I'm a huge uh, YouTube um, watcher. <laughs> Boy, that didn't work that very watcher-er. well. Watcher, yeah, watcher. <laughs> um, I I watched on YouTube this one channel called uh, Retro Recipes, and one of the co-hosts, um, his name is uh, well, he goes by Perifracta, but his name is uh, Christian Simpson. He actually was in the first. Um, of well, episode one, I guess the Phantom Menace. He was one of the um, soldiers that was uh, protecting um, Padme. But uh, he's one of those that you know, blink and you miss it type things. But uh, he's in that, and then he also voiced some of the uh, characters in some of the Star Wars video games. And by the way, I never really mentioned my favorite Star Wars video game, and that'd be Rebel Assault One and Two. So. Yeah, what's your favorite uh, Star Wars video game before we move on to the well, next Well, I mean, 
I didn't really play a whole lot of the video games, so I guess the, the one I liked the most was the one that we finished together with 100% completion on Lego. Which one was that? That was uh, Lego Star Wars The The Force Awakens. Yeah, and like I said, to unlock that in its entirety, everything, 100% completion, I because I, if I couldn't sleep, I would get up and I would, what I call, go farming and just farming stuff so I can unlock the other characters. Well, we had them unlocked to be able to purchase the other characters with the studs. Yeah. And so I would just go and destroy stuff and really enjoy doing that. There we go. <sighs> and so, love the game so much. We got it on Xbox One and PS4. All right. Well, we'll come back to more on that because there's, you know, some new Disney Plus series that'll be coming out soon that once we see them, then we could probably talk about those, meaning like the new Obi-Wan when that comes out. Mm-hmm. I, I have high hopes on that one, but I don't know. We'll just have to play it by ear. Yeah. So we'll come to back to that in the future. But, um, hey, honey, I- I've been thinking. Yeah, what have you been thinking about? Um, what? Is the issue with limited run games? Ah, we, yes. We ordered you a Father's Day gift last year. And mm-hmm. I do believe we ordered it in May. Uh, yes. And we've yet to receive it. Yes. And I'm actually, um, when this uh, episode posts, I might actually tag uh, limited run games on Twitter or on Facebook, either way. Um, last year, on May the 14th, um, limited run games surprise the hell out of us Castlevania fans, meaning me, because I'm a huge Castlevania fan. Anybody in this house knows my obsession with this franchise. On May the 14th, the last year, they, um, they, uh, limited run games announced with partnership with Konami, this, um, what is called the ultimate edition of the release of a physical a physical copy of Castlevania Anniversary Collection, and it has a plethora of things. I mean, it has um, uh, reproductions of the box art. There's a soundtrack. There's a letter opener that's like the sword. Yep, there's just that pins. There's pins, um, even um, um, NES cartridge. I think. Well, not well. It's a a, a sleeve, a replication of the uh, sleeve to get um and and as. NES cards in it, you know, kind of dust cover. That's what it is. Um, there is a, rever- a reversible cover for the game itself. Um, there's a book, all these great things. And it came to $174.99 before tax. And Heather and my son, Victor, um, ordered this for me for as an early Father's Day gift. Now, I understand that when it comes to some of these um packages where if you hear a cat meowing, I'm sorry about that. We got a little kitty who's uh begging and trying to get in here. So um anyway, they have all these things that they are trying to get prepped and ready to go to be shipped out, but there's a little hitch with that. It seems like the bigger the package you get, the longer it's gonna take for you to get it. Because people who already have like just the standard edition, which is just the game itself in the case. They've already got that. People who got the collector's edition, um, that came out a little bit later, but they got that. But for some reason, those of us who had ordered the um, the ultimate edition, there's still no news on the website about when it's going to be shipped out. The only thing it's telling me when I, every time I visit the website is 
Um, uh, the release date is second quarter 2022, and it's quote in production. Yeah, well, they said you know the one time when we checked it, um, it'd be first quarter. Then it was you know it, they keep changing the dates. They keep making it longer and longer. Now, people who've had the other two collections, the original standard and then the collector's edition, they've had it for uh, a think few about a couple months now. And okay, like okay, it shouldn't take that long to throw on a few stickers and a, you know, and a poster. Come on, just what the hell is going on? It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous, especially for the amount of money. Come on, it's not, it's not something that everybody this day and age has lying around with the cost of inflation and the cost of you know even simple things like bread and milk going up. That's just oh, irritates the hell out of me. And Heather actually asked me this question about why it would be taking this long. And I kind of explained to her that um, how limited run games works is they just go by how many of whatever has been ordered. And then they have to produce that many. It's not like as if they got like, okay, we got 2000 copies of the uh, game just by itself. And then they just take pre-orders and then, and once 2,000 um, orders have been made, then that's it. You're SOL. No, what they do is they they go by how many of the certain um, editions are being ordered. And then once the, the closing date comes, that's it. And then what they do next is they honor all the orders that they have, um, have to fill and everything. So my belief is, well, two things with this. One, they have... Um, all that stuff that's in that uh, Ultimate Edition that they have to get um, collected so that way it can be shipped. And these are coming from different uh, places that makes all these different items. And I'm also thinking, it's not just that, maybe they had a lot of orders for the Ultimate Edition. You know? Maybe that's it. But no, we're coming up on May 14th of 2022, and... I still don't have any word as to when that is going to be on my doorstep. I just, I think that's a little bit excessive on their time frame. And, and that's not the worst of it is what around your birthday, around uh, November we ordered. What else did we order, Travis? <laughs> uh, last uh, November, we, um, they, well, it was a, it was a birth, no, it was a Christmas, it was a birthday present. Well. Yeah, I think it was a birthday present. Birthday, yeah, because it was actually October, now I think about it. Um, in October of last year, Limited limited Run Games announced another Castlevania collection that's going to be coming out. And this is the uh, Requiem uh, edition. Castlevania Requiem. Basically, this was a digital game that was released on the PlayStation 4 that consisted of Castlevania Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood, the Japanese... Um, well... The Castlevania that was only released in Japan back in the day, um, only to have the game released here in the States on the PSP. I think it was like around 2009, I think it was. But anyway, so that was... Heather ordered the um, the Ultimate Edition for this one as well. And I'm already kind of thinking, I'm not going to get that until probably around my birthday of this year. So uh, it's, it's frustrating. But uh, I know... You know, it's that age-old saying, good things come to those who wait. But I can't fathom why it's taken this long for us to get that um, one collection that was ordered last spring. 
and where the other people have already gotten their others the other sets um that's that's just what baffles me so yeah well uh, wait patiently i guess but yeah you definitely need to email them or tag them or something yeah i just squeaky wheel gets oiled I know, I know. Limited limited run games, please. Will you speed it up in some way? Or at least whatever is released right now, whatever is in your warehouse, give it to me now and then send the rest later. All right? I'm a little impatient here. All right. But uh hey honey, I've been thinking. Oh, what do you what have you been thinking about? Well, I have been thinking that um well there's this uh we were talking about uh, Disney and uh, Star Wars uh, earlier here. Let's talk about the other thing that Disney has uh, ruined, and that's Marvel. Well, I don't know if they entirely <laughs> ruined it, but... Um, I'm joking, of course. But uh, um, Some of the Disney Plus series suck, but that's just my opinion. Jeez, do I have to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier? That was terrible. <sighs> God. But no, that's not what I'm going to talk about. Um, this Friday, May 6th, is the release of the new Doctor Strange movie. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh my god, I'm so looking forward to this one. They're all being hush-hush and what is going, who's all going to be in it and everything else. Or Disney is trying to be very closed on that so the, the consumers and the viewers can be you know surprised. I mean, we we already knew that uh, Doctor Strange was in this, hence the title, as well as uh, the Scarlet Witch. She's officially known as the Scarlet Witch. So if you guys have watched uh, WandaVision, she officially got that moniker because up until that point, she was just known as Wanda. Exactly. Nothing special, no fancy nickname. In fact, in the in WandaVision, the the Disney Plus show, they um joked about that, saying, "Well, she has no catchy uh, nickname or anything like that." And I'm like, no, just just Wanda. But now, yeah, due to um, Agna Hark- um, Harkness, Ag- Ag- Agatha Harkness um, gave her the, the moniker of the Scarlet Witch. And so you leave WandaVision at the end where she's isolated off in a cabin. You see her sipping some tea. She goes inside and then you faintly hear the cries of her kids and then you see like an astral projection of herself floating, looking through um, Agnes's um, a book of shadows, book of the damned, or whatever Agnes called it in her spell book, trying to learn and uh, try to figure out how to go back and save her mythological kids. I would say that because they were all phantom made in her mind. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not. We're going to go ahead and give spoilers here because if you guys um, haven't seen WandaVision by now, shame on you. But Not um, everybody can afford to get all the you know subscription channels or anything like that, Jeff. Well, I, I know, but there is no excuse. That show's been out since last year or so. But anyway. <sighs> but no, we, we know that it's going to feature those two characters in particular. And um, so there might be other surprises. I mean, I kind of like to see um, White Vision. In this one, but I don't know. Well, I, I mean, considered the standard vision that we know did disintegrate because um, at the end of Wanda Vision, because it was proven that he did not exist, that he was just a fragment of her imagination and her will. Um, because the Mind Stone not only gave 
vision, you know, life and, you know, his made him who he is. But you got to remember, the Mind Stone is also the one who amplified and gave Wanda her powers. Yeah. In the first place. So she is connected to that stone. Even though though now the stone is destroyed, she still is connected to that stone because that's where she got her powers from. Well, she had she had powers before, but it was just so subtle it would have gone away as she gotten older. But since she was reintroduced to that stone, her powers became more in the, the spotlight. Yeah. But yeah. So so the regular vision we know is gone. Um her she created in one division, she created some children um with vision. And um not, those, in, the tra- not in the traditional way. Like <laughs> one episode, you know, you see one second she's normal, next second, oh look, she's eight months pregnant. What? <laughs> you know, and even that it's just three days later she gives birth. The twins. Yeah. And which are made up so it's like her um her need for um a family but so white vision was created by um was it by shield sword not shield sword created a white vision and originally white vision was created to destroy wanda but um if you've seen the show, you've seen what happened. But anyways, we're getting a little, um, off topic here, going back no, to this movie. Yeah, but I'm not. What I was saying is that, you know, you're saying you want to see White Vision well, do. in the movie in Doctor Strange. And, well, like I said, we wouldn't see the regular Vision anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm really excited to see how this is going to turn out and how this uh, ties into Phase 4 of the MCU. And that's a Marvel Cinematic Universe for those who have not been paying attention or don't have any care for these types of films. But uh, no, I'm really, really excited to see this. Yeah, I've always liked Benedict, and and the um, another Disney Plus series they had called What If, oh, to yes. where they talked about the alternate universes. Um, you know what could have happened. That's where you also explore. The other types of Doctor Strange that existed. Oh, that was a great and episode. And that brought together, that is like foreshadowing of this movie that's coming out too. Exactly. Because of different types of uh, Doctor Strange, um, ver- different versions of that character. Also, another foreshadowing for this movie would be the Loki se- series. Ah, uh, yes. Because you see at the end who what happened and who. Who actually caused the multiverse? Yeah. Yeah. But was it Doctor Strange spell um, at the end? Or was it the combination Doctor Strange's spell and Loki? Killing killing, um, the... All I know is at the end of Loki is the first season. I mean, they created a Nexus event. Right. Which made all these branching paths in the timeline. And I... And interesting how that's going to tie into this, if it does tie into this movie. Well, I mean, one thing about Marvel, the Marvel writers and the research department, they're very good at is putting in Easter eggs and tying up loose ends a lot better. Kind of wish those people would um, lend their tying up skills over to Disney on the uh, Star Wars. But yeah, can't have everything. But uh, the Marvel, they're very good because they're referencing a lot of already existing comic books. Mm. to get 
the storylines. They've already been laid out in paper. Yeah. Now, I'm also interested, because I just now thought of this, um, how the ending of Spider-Man No Way Home might tie into this movie. Well, yeah, because at the end, the end of that one, we had a, a little, little buddy um, <laughs> drop off somebody. Mm-hmm. Because you briefly had our, our lovely little Venom, a droplet of Venom drop off of him. Now, remember when the droplet of Venom that dropped off of him in Carnage, it created Carnage, not Venom. Right. So this little section that came off of Venom at the end of that Spider-Man movie that dropped off into this current universe, I wonder, is that going to be a Venom? Or is that going to be another different type? That's going to be hard to say because Sony... At this time, they still own the rights to everything in the Spider-Man universe, which also includes Venom. So I don't know how that's going to play into but, this, but if it does. But Sony has been very open about that. They have been very open that they are working very closely with the Marvel mm-hmm. to tie together their stories, to make it to where, yes, they own it, but they're still going to be lending characters here and there. And just like Sony's also planning another Spider-Man trilogy. Um, to keep with, you know, the same storyline, but now like, okay, now he's having to start over there. Be interesting, but mm-hmm. bring on, I can't wait for another Venom movie. Oh man. <laughs> oh, they, um, they've already announced, uh, Sony has already announced there is going to be a third Venom film, which duh, makes sense because these movies are awesome. I love the Venom movies. Oh, they're so <laughs> fucking good. Excuse my language, but thank no. you, Hardy. <laughs> uh, Tom Hardy, you're awesome. But it didn't really stop to realize that, yeah, not only did he play, um, oh, I forgot the main character's name. Um, oh, it's on my mind. But he also uh, voices Venom, which yeah. is pretty cool. So, oh, man, I can't wait for a third one. So, Hey, anything's better than that Bane. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, no, we hey, well, anything's, be- anything's better than Spider-Man 3. Come on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was pitiful. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's... it's the Doctor Strange movie, I'm excited to go see. We were unable to go see another movie recently due to um, personal reasons. We were unable to go see the Sonic movie. So, Sonic 2. So we're um, going to have to wait. And if it's still playing this weekend, then we'll go see a double feature. But we had personal reasons that we're unable to go see that, which I wanted to. But um, definitely this coming weekend, I do want to see the Doctor Strange yeah, we're going to see that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there we go. All right. Well, I think we've uh, killed enough time here and uh, killed enough of your time as well today. Uh, so I'm still trying to work out an email for this uh, for this uh, podcast if you guys want to drop us a line or anything like that. But, um, yeah, and also trying to figure out, like, a good way to end the show, like a good little, like, uh, catchphrase or something. So so if you guys have any suggestions you can always let us know if you can think of something for us you know yeah that'll work all right okay well um well thank you so much for uh listening to us ramble for the past half hour i'm travis and i'm heather you guys have yourselves a great one and we'll talk to you another time later bye visit www.basementprotocolproductions.com 
This has been a Beastman Protocol production.